Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode. Hey, guess what? Before we get into it, you might have heard, I am drafted to the two Ramagpies as a part of the Carlton Draft. I'm going to be playing a game, dominating, kicking six, and then resetting at quarter time. For the first time in Carlton Draft history, one lucky Victorian women's community club will get the chance to draft the AFLW GOAT, Erin Phillips, to play as a wild card. How bloody good's that? If you want to enter this now to get her down to your football club, visit thecarltondraft.com.au. That's thecarltondraft.com. KO's got you covered this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. Wow, in the AFL this week, there are some huge games. Collingwood versus Adelaide, live with no ad breaks during play, exclusive in Victoria. Giants versus Bulldogs. Oh, I remember that game. I think it was 2016 at Giants Stadium to get the Bulldogs into the grand final. I will never forget that one. Live with no ad breaks free during play, exclusive in Victoria. And Essendon versus North Melbourne. Geez, that's the old Ben McKay Cup, exclusive to Fox Footy, available on KO. Don't forget those NBA playoffs. They are dominating at the moment. It is just getting bigger and better than ever. Watch every game of both Eastern and Western Conferences finals live with ESPN on KO. There's plenty of room for everyone, no matter what you want to watch. So get on board with KO, now also available on Hubble. G'day, guys. Welcome back to Dylan Friends. This week's episode is brought to you by our beautiful friends at JD Sports. We love JD Sports, the undisputed king of trainers where I get all my swaggy kicks from, where I'm looking steezy, where I'm looking swaggy because I've got those JD sneakers on my feet. Make sure you check it out. There's a code to use on the JD Sports app. It's Dylan10, and that unlocks 10% off any sale product on the JD Sports Australia app. So make sure you download it now. G'day, guys. Welcome back to Dylan Friends. This week on the show, incredibly, incredibly honoured to be sitting down with these two legends. One is a four-time premiership superstar with Hawthorne Footy Club and now a two-time Guest of the show, Jared Ruffhead, who is just one of my favourite people on earth. And the other one is not far behind him, if not taking the mantelpiece of my new really good friend, um, Dr. Ben Robbins, clinical psychologist of St Kilda Footy Club. Former AFL player as well, played with the Brisbane Bears, Brisbane Lions and North Melbourne. Um, just an awesome, awesome guy and doing incredible things. And yeah, I was lucky enough to sit down with these two fine gentlemen uh, at the St Kilda Footy Club. And, um, and talk to them about what they're doing there and their journeys to mental health and what um, all the important things, to be honest, that, that have been going on lately and, and help promote and talk about the Danny Frawley Centre um, that, is, that is down there at RSCA Park um, at St Kilda Fully Club down at Moorabbin, which was, which was really cool. And had a really fun, good chat with them about um, you know, their journeys and their stories with mental health and times they've struggled and what they've done to do, go through. Um, and then obviously having Dr. Ben Robbins there, who is a clinical psychologist, had some great triggers and things to work on as well. And just had a really open and honest conversation about everything and where we're at and how we, um, you know, how we can be better and how can we can be proactive instead of reactive um, with our mental health. And then obviously spoke about all the incredible things that the Danny Frawley family and the Danny Frawley Centre are doing to, um, you know, help support people in the community, which is awesome. So, again, can't thank... Um, the Saints enough for the invite out to the footy club. Um, yeah, just honoured to be there and have a chat with with the boys and um, yeah, and also talk about their cool podcast that are coming along called The Long Game, which the link will be in the show notes. Hope you enjoy it. Ily XX, let's go. Hi fam, it's Dylan's mum, Deborah. 
This is Dylan Friends. He's like, you can embarrass yourself. And I was like, bro, do you want me to do all seven verses? Bit arrogant. Didn't know all yeah. seven. <laughs> so I've been in a bad team for 10 years and we got a chance to do something pretty special this year. All you can do is put your hand up and say you're wrong. Banter is a way that guys connect, a way that we can kind of play it safe with someone until we get to know them. I try to fix people sometimes. I'm like, Dan, stop doing that. Just listen. And you stack on top of that the habit of not taking your phone when you take your dog. It's easy. They had no other way to get out of the cave and we either turn our backs on them, in which case they're going to die, or we give this crazy idea a go. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Hey, Benny. <laughs> I was going the wrong way. <laughs> Benny Ruff, boys. We do look, the, we do yeah, look similar. Yeah, and we're all country boys. Correct. established nice off there. Yeah. Gippsland, Gippsland, Ballarat. Yeah. That's um, used to the cold out here too. Jeez, it's cold out at um, RSC Park. As much as it's beautiful, it's cold. Yeah, you can admit it's it cold. Is. It's fine. You don't have to be it nice about it. No, it's a beautiful – and I love the cold. That's the thing about it yeah. is um, I love the freshness. Hey, boys, today <laughs> um, we're off-site. Not often we come off-site. <clears throat> on for, tour. Yeah, on tour, but for very special occasions. Um, we are at Moorabbin today, St Kilda, RSC Park, um, St, uh, St Kilda Footy Club. So, boys, thanks so much for having us. Good on your deal. Welcome. Thank you. Ruff, your second time on the show? Yes. You're a two-timer. Uh, there's not many. <laughs> there's not many that have been <laughs> on twice, many. is there? There's, you're a four-time premiership player. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> two-time Dylan Friends. Put it, in, put it on uh, Wikipedia. Yeah. Do it, please. <laughs> How was um, the reception after last step? Did you have any one say that oh, was the, a great episode? The, the, People here, girls behind you who run our media department, yeah. were actually quite angry that I didn't let them know that I was doing it. Oh. Now, I'm not a player anymore, mm. so I don't have to tell them everything I'm doing. Yeah. But they were quite angry that because they do like you very much. Oh. So the fact that, you know, you're here as their fangirls. Yeah. So that's good. <laughs> and they enjoyed the show. You didn't say anything you weren't meant to say. No. no. Well, no, I was, I was good. Yeah, Got good, good traction. I think last time I mentioned how good would it be to have Harry and Charlie and like here we are before we play Carlton on Friday night with Literally. those two arguably in the best form of the comp. They are. And um, Benny, I'm sure you've listened to heaps of episodes. Never and miss. You, never you miss would have still. listened to that. But we did speak no, about one Charlie. One of my favourites. Oh, there you Absolutely, go. Right. That's funny. Yeah. We did speak about um, Charlie and Harry Mackay and I was sort of comparing them. I don't know if you can compare them, but I was comparing them to – Ruffy and Buddy duo of oh, yeah. back in the day. It is looking a little bit like that, but I still think in fairness, and the humble man himself would never say this, they did this, you know, three years younger as well and were winning flags at the same time. So yeah. he did tell me to say that off, off camera. Yeah, didn't I? That's, you I know, yeah. I don't uh, again, that's, very more, that's like a city man, type of joke. Yeah. Yeah. Someone has been in the city too long would make <laughs> that type of joke. Benny, um, honoured to have you on the pod today, mate. You have um, you. an incredible story. I absolutely love it. Um, obviously a footballer um, with the Brisbane Bears. Started with the Bears, one year with the Bears. Yeah. And, and then, then into the Lions. with Fitzroy to become yep. the Brisbane Lions. Yeah, yeah good. Um, yeah. 94? So starting, I was there 96 yep. to 2001. So I had my final year there was the premiership year. Yep. Um, six seasons there and then went to North for three years. Yep. Yeah. And 94 games. Uh, 92 games. Yeah, I was counting the other two that you should have been picked yes. for. So emergency. That, yeah, the emergency. Emergency, yeah. Um, and you've, you know, forged an incredible career post-football um, into a psychologist. <laughs> Talk us through that. How that all come about? Finish footy and as you do when you finish, well, I don't know how you guys felt, but <laughs> yep. what the hell am I going to do now with yeah, life? Yeah, quite scary. Because I didn't really do anything while I played footy. I just played footy. Mucked around with some uni stuff, but nothing serious. Started working at Toll Transport um, and found my way into a role uh, in HR and after a couple of years. And my boss was a psychologist and so was one of my colleagues. And I was, oh, well, this is really interesting. 
I might go and look into studying this and I, I did. So I continued working with Toll in that role, worked through on my study. Um, yeah, 10 years, 10 years it took. What was that like? That's incredible because I think <laughs> a lot of um, in any industry to go back and uh, study maturely is like really hard. Like I, mm. I actually tried to do study, it was, just wasn't for me mm. personally. But was it an interest of when you were playing? Like did you ever sort of like I'm, I'm assuming back in the day there wasn't as much um, focus on the mental side of our game as there is now? Like correct me if I'm wrong, is that true? Um, very little. Yeah. I'd never had a conversation with a psychologist in my career. Uh, I think at times different people did things with us as groups but it was, certainly wasn't to the extent it is now. Yeah. Um, I was interested in psychology but knew nothing about it really. Um, I think – when when I um, when I finished, I, I worked at, like I said worked at Toll, and one of the main motivating factors was oh, I can't do this for the rest of my life. I'm no, there's no way I can work in some sort of corporate job. Mm. So you know what what else is possible? And this was a possibility. My brother, my younger brother, had recently done something similar with medicine. Went from being a sort of corporate guy and just went and studied medicine. And so it's like I can do this, and I did see a lot of application from um, my career and psychology, I thought there was a pretty big hole in what was happening in the AFL. Yep. There's, there is opportunity here. Love it. Hey, and today we're here for a very <laughs> special cause. Obviously, Danny, uh, Danny Frawley Centre is open now um, at St Kilda Footy Club. I just had a tour before. It was unbelievable what mm. um, you, know, you guys have been able to do here. And we're here today to promote um, the show, what's on available at the footy club, and even just open the conversation about mental health. It's been something that, I suppose even towards the end of my career was something that we were starting to get really into. Ruff, wouldn't mind to get your story um, early days. Was it ever prevalent like at, at Hawthorne in, in the early As stage you know, of your career? As a psychologist. Yeah, psychologist. Uh, we, had, we, had, we had a couple throughout our time, but they weren't, anyway, they weren't full-time like what Benny is yeah. here. Um, and they were there for a couple of hours a week and it was mm. more for the well, – what we f- saw was it was a lot of the guys that were either – on the fringe, in or out of the side, you didn't see many of the other older boys going in there. So, towards the back end, we we hired uh, one psychologist for a couple of days a week, and she ended up. I think she's at Carlton now with, with um, Jack Russell, who took her there. But no, it wasn't something that was. I suppose late, like that was. It just came in. So, mm. you know, for the first 12, 13 years, definitely not. Yeah, I was. I, I remember when we were uh, when I was playing. I was. I was literally, honestly, too scared to see a psychologist. I was just used to think like, fuck, you know, they're going to tell the coach that like I'm weak or yeah. that I'm like scared to go out there and, and do stuff. And, and we were chatting, you know, um, just before Benny off, off mic about I didn't realise like I was probably struggling with performance anxiety while I was playing footy because I just never said anything about it. Yeah. And it wasn't until like I finished and I was like open and had a talk and I was like, fuck, that was actually – I wish I just got some help because it probably would have helped yeah. a lot. Well, it couldn't have made things any worse, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. And your experience is really – Pretty common one, mate. Like, oh, but that mate, already it, makes me feel better knowing that. Like, I thought I was the only one. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's actually a big part of the therapeutic process. Is actually just talking mm. and understanding that you're not the only one. There's actually in our list, there's 45 guys who are going through different things. Maybe it's performance anxiety. Maybe it's anxiety about other things or other parts of you know issues in life. Simply expressing that to somebody else who you trust, and it's a confidential space. Once you understand that, it immediately just relieve things. It doesn't change anything. The problem still exists, but you've got someone to share it with and throw ideas around about it. Mm-hmm. But that confident that confidential confidentiality piece is something we spend a lot of time on here with our guys. Like I'm a I am 
you know, a, a confidential source that they can come and speak to about whatever they want. It stays between us. Sometimes I might say, well, it might, might maybe worth that sharing, that sharing that with the coach. Mm. But it's all, it will always be up to them to do that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What's your what's your like day to day look like at, at the footy club? What's your role? What's um, is it you know just one on ones? Is it group stuff? Is it with mm. the team? Is it um, obviously a bit of mindfulness as well? Is yeah. it like what's a part of it? All, all of the above, plus yeah. a podcast here and there too. Yeah, all right, so we can fit those in. Yeah. Um, but there's you know I work with our players at an individual level, players at the group level. Um, you know I'm involved with the coaches. You know, sitting in a lot of team meetings, the selection stuff. Um, certainly, meditation and mindfulness play a big role in. Um, what we do here, it's central to everything we do. Like as I often talk to the players about when I played, I'd worry about two things, my man and the ball. That was, that's it. Whereas our guys, we're asking them to consider so many pieces of information and they have to process so, so many bits of data coming at them. Do I press? Do I hold? Do I hold? Do I go laterally? What am I doing in this structure? Am I coming off? Like, there's just an incredible amount on their minds. So the skill of mindfulness is as as important as their drop punt or their you know bench press, something that we talk calf about raises. or calf raises, mm. you know, which we mm. spend a lot of time. Calf raises are, are strong. Yeah. Um, we had yeah. Jack Steele on the yeah. show earlier oh, in the yeah. year as well, who yeah. who spoke a lot of your praises and, and what you've been able to do on him with with personal um, on a personal note, but mm. something I think as well um, when we talk about like performance anxiety or, or, or um, you know, a mindfulness in sport is like I always used to go to this psychologist when I was in um, at the Giants, our club psychologist, and I was talking about my game and everything. But I think really what I was actually going in for was like just in my life in mm. general, like just to fix things as well. Mm. And I found like if we're good off the field, um, no matter what we do, if we're in like an off, we're upstairs here in the office in admin, if we're a coach or players, if we're good off field, the performance stuff sort of takes care of itself because it's probably that holistic view is more important. Would you, would, did you find that? Like if you were yeah. going well off field, you're, you're going yeah, well on. it has a major impact on yeah. how you perform on the weekend. You can't just run out across a white line and forget about everything that you've done that week or what's happened to you that week. Mm. So yeah, making sure you have a balanced lifestyle outside definitely impacts how you perform on the weekend. Mm. Yeah, and my, my background's clinical psychology. I'm yeah. not sports psychologist. Not no, yeah, so right. my focus first and foremost is our players' mental health. Yeah. You know, because from that, performance will flow, you know, but we focus on making sure their mental health is as uh, good as it can be, give them strategies around that. And the reality is those same strategies are going to help their mental health, they're going to help their performance anyway. Mm. So these things are very much you know, interlinked. Yeah, I, I know we, we're not going to go into specifics today of any players or anything like that, of, of course. But is there any like for someone who's just looking to be better in their mental health? Um, is there any like just holistic tips that you give that are very just like top level generic to just be better? Like, is it practice, finding what's good for you in your own mindfulness routine? Like, I've tried meditation, personally not the best for me, but I've actually just started finding these things on Spotify. Um, that I can listen to, like 10-minute little clips that I can just use, not so much as a routine, but it's more of a trigger if I'm feeling stressed yep. or anything like that. What's what's your go-tos? Well, I mean, there's a few things. What you're talking about there, those triggers are exactly the same things we're trying to teach our players, all right? So when things get loud in your mind, we have this term red brain here, when when you're distracted, your thoughts are in the past and the future, tr- something to try and ground you and get you in the present. Mm. Um, clearly, meditation and mindfulness, these are fundamental skills to help with your mental health because – um, so much of our distress comes from what we do with our mind. Projecting into the future, thinking the worst, catastrophizing, going into the past, 
ruminating over things. These impacts our mood, this impacts our anxiety. So this ability to stay present, especially under stress, is an unbelievable skill to possess. Mm-hmm. And it is a skill. Like you can, tra- you can train your body, which we do in the gym. You can train your craft, which we do out here on the ground. This third component, our minds, we, most of us, what do you mean train our minds? What are you talking about? This is what the skill of mindfulness and meditation, you know, is about. What's a good way to get into mindfulness? Um, I, I like your idea. Like you need to find what works for you. So if it's listening to what's on Spotify, is it a bit of music or something? It's, or uh, no, it's her name is actually um, – Sponsors out there? Yeah, no, it's yeah. no, definitely not a sponsor. This, yeah. Her name is Tara Brash. Oh, yeah. Brash. Yeah, so what she does she talk or something? Yeah, she or? just talks. What she talks yeah, about? It's a little bit spiritual, to be honest. I'm yeah. sort of a, I like the I like the spiritual side of things. So man, that's, yeah. that raises a really interesting point. So it's what works for you. Yeah. You know, so we we use our breath here largely just because, you know, everyone's breathing, mm. so it works. But it, but not everybody likes that as much as you know focusing on a sound. When we were in Noosa in 2020 in our hub, we spent a lot of time lying on the beach, and listening to the waves. And it's quite, it should be quite an active process. Like it's hard to do that. You'd notice when you sit down to meditate, your mind just explodes. It's hard to do it. So, so it's a training, you know, you train that stuff so you can do it, you know, more easily and for longer. Um, meditation, start small, two minutes. See so if you can go two minutes. Don't try and bite off 20 because inevitably it will be too hard. You won't get it done and you'll say I'm a failure and you'll give up. Yep. All right, but start small, two minutes, but try and do it every day. If you can do that, then go to three and then four and eventually find you've, you know, you're quite um, uh, really skilled at it. I love that. I'm the best at uh, starting things and just doing them 100% for three days in a row and then never again. Yeah. And I think like now, <laughs> yeah. just as I was talking with this Tara Brack um, situation, I've just said to myself, like, I'm not going to do this every day. I'm literally going to do it when I feel like I it. it. Yeah. And then the next week I'll try and do it one more time. And it's almost just like gradually building it into a routine rather yeah. than just – it's like, that you know, people in January, like the gym memberships go up because yep. everyone's motivated for January and then they get cancelled in Feb. Yeah. You want to build it into our routines. Um, you do. And you have to also have a clear understanding of why you're doing it. I, I, we're doing it because we want to be – for our guys, we want to be calmer under pressure. We want to be cl- mm. clarity of thought to make good decisions. We want to have, you know, really good mental health. So those things, have those things in mind. Um, you know, by meditation, by practicing meditation, you achieve these things. So understanding why you're doing it too. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't give you guys heads up before the show and, and definitely don't feel the need to, to do this and I'm, I'm more than happy to share any of my stories. But is there a time when you can um, give us or you'd like to be like open and reflect on a time where maybe you've gone through something and how you best approach it and how you got through it? Um, is that Does anything spring to mind in your lives that you know, you'd, you'd be happy to talk about? I, first, I spoke to you last time when I was yeah. on, when I went through all my stuff. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, like the, how I dealt with it and, and whatnot. I spoke to a couple of psychs through the AFLPA and whatnot because for me, all my releases were taken away. Being able to train, being able to go with mates and being able to have a beer, all those three get taken away. So then what was next for me? I had to try and find that gap to try and fill mm. um, something for me. So for, for a while there, like you felt like you're in a really, really big hole because everything that you've known since you were a 17-year-old kid was taken away from you that you enjoyed doing. So... Um, that was quite tough for probably six to eight weeks, but you know, you, you, you come out of it, you talk to people, as we've said from the start, you, you know, having those chats and not trying to hold it in. Um, because if you're trying to beat something like I was trying, I was going through, I have to be open with the docs and nurses, these type of things. It's not something that you can just internally try and beat yourself. Hello, my beautiful friends and family. Guess what? I am back. I am back third time lucky. My third time drafted 
in my life, I'll be making a return to footy as a part of the Carlton Draft, along with some big household names. Not as big as my name, but uh, some quite big names. Isaac Smith, Trent Cotchen, Matty Lloyd, Lee Montagna. Some of the all-time greats of our game, as I've just mentioned. One lucky Victorian women's community club will get the chance to draft the AFLW GOAT, Aaron Phillips, to play as a wildcard. How bloody good is that? If you're a part of women's community footy and you are keen to get Aaron down, enter now at thecarltondraft.com.au. That's thecarltondraft.com.au. KO's got you covered this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. Wow, in the AFL this week, there are some huge games. Collingwood versus Adelaide, live with no ad break string play, exclusive in Victoria. Giants versus Bulldogs. Oh, I remember that game. I think it was 2016 at Giants Stadium to get the Bulldogs into the grand final. I will never forget that one. Live with no ad breaks free during play, exclusive in Victoria. And Essendon versus North Melbourne. Geez, that's the old Ben McKay Cup. Exclusive to Fox Footy, available on KO. Don't forget those NBA playoffs. They are dominating at the moment. It is just getting bigger and better than ever. Watch every game of both Eastern and Western Conferences finals live with ESPN on KO. There's plenty of room for everyone, no matter what you want to watch. So get on board with KO. Now also available on Hubble. Mm-hmm. Yep, 100%. I haven't been through anything like that. No. I've had a blessed life. Yeah. Um, my biggest challenge certainly was the transition out of footy where I was, you know, quite lost. But what worked for me was um, my wife was pregnant and we were about to have our first child, daughter, Ella, in May after I'd um, finished at North Melbourne. So my focus had to turn to other people and um, I couldn't be selfish. I couldn't sit around the couch all day, you know, feeling sorry for myself. I had to get on with it. Right, what am I going to do? Because I've got a family to support here. So turning my attention externally to others really helped me through mm. that. It just helped just helped get me going. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And just to, to follow suit, everyone's got their own story, which is incredible. Mm. And I, I suppose like by doing that, I just like to, to get people to tell stories because I, I think it really helps. And when I was going through things, which like, you know, my old man, um, you know, last year went through some alcohol addiction and that was by far the most fucking tough period of my life because mm. I was like, you see your dad and your hero and they're like, you know, really struggling and opens up all these emotions for you and, same time, my sister's having a baby, so I didn't want to tell her to, like, you know, not stress her out. And we're going through this whole crazy situation. But I think, like, what's crazy from adversity and from these tough times is that, you know, if we have some really good support around us, and especially what we're talking about today, we have those good triggers involved. We have really good support networks around us. We have places like the Danny Frawley Centre. These times end up actually being incredible um, moments that can help shape us going forward, mm. and we get better from them. And I think that, like, we, if we if we can best correct me if I'm wrong like set up these procedures around it's have a good support network have good triggers have good um, escapes to be able to do it it can end up actually being something that we really we grow from yeah absolutely like being proactive and that's where these these skills being proactive with your mental health so things might be going great for you right now and that's that, that is great but it, but things will change mm. life will throw stuff at you so the, the, the skills we're training our players in are to prepare them for those moments not for when things are going well. When things are going well, we sort of easy. Just, things are easy. I'm the best just, at when things are going yeah, well. Yeah, we just roll <laughs> off, all right? But when the shit hits a fan, all right, well, what's, how do I respond and how do I take perspective and how do I work my way through it? How do I accept the situation I'm in and make the best of it? Mm. And these are skills that you, you, know, you can learn. Yeah. They're hard, but you can learn them. And, and that proactive versus reactiveness piece yeah. is 
is huge and something that I've found for me is such an important part because as we said, like when things are going well, we're just three country blokes. We're good guys. We, you know, it's so easy to be up and about. Mm-hmm. But when things aren't well, you know, that's when you do have to lean on past experiences or things that you know. And I suppose a big one um, with Danny Fuller Centre, with, with seeing a psychologist, with having these things in place, it sets us up to fall back on those triggers. Yeah. So what would be something that is a good trigger to have um, for people that might be going really well at the moment. They go, well, I don't need to see a psychologist. I'm, I'm killing it. Like, because yeah. I see a psych, I say this, you know, recently, I see a psych once a month. Yeah, great. Even when I don't need to. Yeah. And I nearly, I hope she's not listening to this, but I nearly cancel it every week. Every time oh, I nearly cancel. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't need to do this. I'm, I'm going okay. And then I go there. I'm like, fuck, I really needed that. Why don't you cancel? Well, First, I'll get stung with a bill if I cancel, <laughs> so I don't yeah. want to do that. But secondly, I just think, well, I owe it to myself to just keep on top of it. And it's like, it's that it's that routine piece. It's like, mm. as you, you said, it's, you know, when I was at playing footy, I wasn't going to skip going to the gym because you just can't. If you yeah. want to be the best, you can't skip those sessions. Yeah. So I suppose I put it back to that being like, if I want to be the best person I can be, I'll go back to the gym. And there is a little anecdote actually that, that changed this whole mental piece for me and being proactive with it. And it was like, when you think about this stuff, don't think about doing it for yourself. Think about doing it for your loved ones and being a better person because then it's really easy to let yourself down. But if you think, well, I'm letting other people down if I don't do this, it holds you to a bit more account. Yep. A bit more purpose there. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm interesting with you, interesting with your psychologist. What, what, What do you guys talk about? What do you get? What do you what do you get out of it? Um, I suppose I just, it, only is, no, 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 free, definitely free yeah. session here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free one. No, yeah. I, 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 I'm really in my head a lot. Like I catastrophize, um, really anxious on certain topics. That if I said it, I said to you now, you would just be like, "Why the fuck are you worrying about that?" Hmm. But I will. I, I, I wouldn't say that. You wouldn't. Too, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, it's it's just interesting how we get so in our own head, and if we don't say shit out loud, you don't realize how silly it sounds until you say it. So I find like. Sometimes for me, it's just really good to just go and just say these thoughts. And even when I'm saying, I'm like, yeah, man, that actually probably is pretty silly and I probably mm. shouldn't be stressing about that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I suppose like for me, it's like, it's, I have a history of mental health in my family. So there is a part of it that is quite genetic and it's, it's not mm. um, circumstantial. Like there is, you know, from, from my earliest memories, I've always been a super anxious person. So yeah. I think I just need to really stay on top of it. And I love having it as a part of my routine as much as sometimes I feel like I don't need it. I definitely do. Yeah. And that is a great example of, you know, our term here, Danny Foley said, mm. mental fitness. Okay, when you think of physical fitness, what do you think about? You think about going to the gym, think about running laps or swimming laps, whatever it is you're doing. You, you know you've got to do those things every week to maintain your fitness. Mm. And mental fitness is no different. Like we've got to do things, actively do things with our mind consistently to stay fit. Mm. And one of those things is absolutely I would recommend is – Seeing a psychologist once a month, unload or whatever it is you, you know, whatever it is you want to talk about. Because once it comes from in here, where it bounces around and becomes massive, a huge problem. Like you said there, mm. just say it out loud to somebody else. Oh, it doesn't seem as big a problem yeah. now, or it can be like that. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Um, it's funny as well that you say that, but I, I'm sure you know you might have come across people. I'm not sure the stories of everyone here, but. Before that, I was seeing like two, three other psychologists before it and I'd only see them when I needed them and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I've seen them. That's all good now. Like, I'm fine. I'm fixed. And then something would happen. I'm like, fucking hell, I need that again. So it would be like a very uh, reactive type thing. But now it's 
yeah, trying to stay on top of it because yeah. um, I do find it better. So hopefully, yeah, if anyone's listening out there, make sure, you know, if that's what you're into, you can you can definitely see it and support's Absolutely. available. It's it's always yeah. there. Um, and it's not, how is it? You just go in and have a conversation, don't you? Mate, it's so good. Yeah, you just, just have a talk, you just having a conversation with Phone off for an hour, yep. which, is, um, which is nice. I only yep. have my phone off for probably five hours a week, four hours playing golf, one hour at the <laughs> side um, every every um couple of couple of weeks so um yeah i couldn't recommend it more but i think that consistency piece is the best because it's just it's got to be a gym it's got to be in your routine um which is good danny frawley center um would love to learn a bit more about as i said went down this morning unbelievable Mm. um i reckon big rough would really hit up the sauna in there well it's it's not is it open yet the the sauna part isn't is it yep yeah, it no, is. So you haven't got the will membership be, yeah. yet. No, 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 it will be. Once it's open. <laughs> like, spend a lot of time there, just the towel for you. Oh, yeah. big sauna guy. Well, I'm not, yeah, I'm no, not an ice bars guy, guy, am I? No, 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 no. Not many of us are. No, no, I will definitely use it when the sauna's open. Yeah. Um, uh, the players have been here a lot with the, the room with the leg pumps and the um, being able to come in here and have Benny come in for the... So did you say the leg pumps? Well, yeah, the, the... What are they? The... I can't. Normatex. 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 That's what they're called. Yeah, there's about four. We love Normatex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About four or five. We do love them actually. Yeah. (laughs) And through Temper as well, who do the beds, have given some couches out the back there that the Mm -hmm. boys sit in. And anyone else may look after. Tick. Everything's going well. Yeah. Like it is awesome. So, um, you know, we we thought we had a pretty good setup at Waverley, but coming here and seeing what this is, this is like first class now, and this is something that you show off to either players that want to come here or even the past players when they walk in, it's like this is something that is first class and something that can get people in the door. Oh, it is unbelievable. I'm not even, not even just saying. We, I used to come out here and run a bit with Jack Nunes when he was at the Saints and it was seriously a ghost land. Mm. It was like quite scary, scary. even running yeah. out here. So what they've been able to do, what you've been able to do is really impressive. Yeah. Can we – sorry, yeah. go. No, you go. No, no, yeah, and I think, you know, along with the, all the um, – uh, physical apparatus downstairs yep. with our sauna and our you know infrared. We got infrared stuff. Is this yeah, it? Is this we'll it? go with that. Yeah, there's, yep. there's a whole heap of really you know, makes you sweat. High tech yep. stuff downstairs. Um, upstairs, you know the the focus here on mental fitness and running programs, scientifically validated programs to help the community with their mental fitness. Yep. Okay, so trying to take some of the concepts with our players and spread them a bit more broadly. You know, yep. with, whether it's local community groups or footy clubs or, or corporate groups, whoever it is, um, combining, you know, physical downstairs, mental upstairs, but just this overall concept of health, being yep. healthier. You know, so it's a, yeah, it's an unbelievable, um, unbelievable thing the footy club have done here and Danny Frawley and his family. Yeah, of course. Quick break in today's podcast to talk to you about our beautiful friends at JD Sports. We love JD Sports. And as I said, that is where I get all my swag and all my steeds. I love copping the freshest sneakers. I'm so lucky to have a plug there and it is great. I've got the Nike Dunks. I've got my Reeboks. I've got the Salomons. I've got it all and I love it. It's so good. They are the undisputed king of trainers. And today I have a special, special, special code for you. This is only for the Dylan Friends family and only on the JD app. So make sure you download it today so you can scoop up some layers for your yourself, your mate, your mum, your dad, the kids, or even Nan this winter at rock bottom prices. The code, the code you ask, because you need it. It's Dylan10, and it unlocks 10% off any sale product only on the JD Sports app. So get on that app store, download that app, Dylan10, you. We, you know, we, we have sort of briefly touched on it then, but the purpose um, and, and why we have the Danny Frawley Center, obviously, you know, really tragic and, and heartbreaking, but um, to be able to flip that and have a positive 
you know, impact on the community yeah. out of it. Firstly, you know, why do we have it? Why did the club want to set it up? And as you mentioned, this is open to the public. Like, like who can come here? Like, is it is it honestly open to like anyone? Yeah, anybody can come here, um, access the facilities. Certainly, as as more and more, you know, we're, the stage two's well underway here. So it'll be a fully operational gym and all and everything that goes along with that. So all of those things available to the public. To come back to the first the first question, what's the purpose? We, we, it really is to. Um, help people understand the, the proactive nature, I think, like that word's come up a bit in our mm. talk, in our chat here today, you know, the proactive nature of um, the concept of mental fitness, right? doing something for your own mental health, not waiting until things are, things are you're really struggling, okay? Which most of us do, that's a reality. We, we, we don't like to ask people for help. It's hard to ask people for help. I've got this, I'll be right. We're trying to sort of just turn the thinking on that to say, okay, you will be right, sure, but then there's some, there's also some things you can do to um, proactively and positively address your mental health. Mm-hmm. And you know, trying to use our footy club as a bit of a um, a messenger to the community. You know, we have a big voice being an AFL club, so how can we use that in a positive way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think even the community factor, like when you boys left footy did you struggle with not you know being out of the game having a purpose or did you struggle like not being around people all the time and that's something where i reckon struggled the most i didn't really miss playing footy at all i didn't really want to play footy anymore but i really missed being a part of a community and like having friends and doctors and physios and having all these different relationships in a workplace and i suppose the danny Fully center is a real central hub for a community mm-hmm. and 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 like there's so many places like that I'm around, but this one especially, you can come, be a part of something, meet people, have a purpose, be a part of, you know, a cool place is, is something that's pretty special. I feel like it's so important in um in this in this space. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, I'm a bit different because I went straight from playing to a club then. So yeah. for me, the you know going from uh, what I've been lucky is that I've been able to like double a network. I didn't mm. stay at Hawthorne. I was able to come here, start fresh, learn something new from a new footy club experience what it's like to go away from something that you were so comfortable with for so long and then throw in trying not to get too close to playing group because now you're staff so you know you still got that player mindset where you still want to be down in the physio room you still want to play jokes you still think you can have eight weeks off at the end of footy season mm. but that stuff doesn't happen anymore <laughs> so learning this and understanding it is yeah. just a transition for me in that yeah. sense was probably the most difficult part yeah, but your transition though is, is quite different because you're not you're not a coach, are you? No, you're like I'm a jack of you're a jack, jack of all, all trades. Yeah, no, my, if I was to give you a business card, yeah. it's football operations assistant. Football operations assistant. Yeah. But you're in a really and correct me if I'm wrong. That's like moving into a list management type position. Is that yeah? Something I suppose the, for the first three years, anyway, it's yeah. been um, you know just fitting in everywhere yeah. you know we're at the moment there's a we're doing a lot with the leadership group both men's and women's trying to um just open their eyes up because mm. for so long and the lack of success that they've had here they haven't really experienced or just been shown or taught what to do so trying to open their eyes up in that sense to see the game from a different point of view lead in their own way but you know when they get yeah help and i suppose just guide them through certain situations is um and remembering what it's like to be a player what it's like to be out there in the in the you know it's the hardest game in the world for a number of reasons um and so to open their eyes up and just say well this is how i experience it try and see it from this point of view stuff like that um 
that's what we've been working on the last couple of weeks especially but yeah ideally and i've said it before on this show mate yeah leading towards the recruiting list management is probably my um what i'd like to do but at the moment you know helping where you can is most important love that penny um no my transition was very similar to yours yeah i didn't miss playing at all but i definitely missed the um the locker room you know i, I like to muss, mucking around doing all those things that you know players do and there's nowhere else you can't go into toll and you know yeah. start playing cricket in the locker in the sort of tea room it's not how it works mm. you know so i i miss those things uh miss those things a lot but like i said earlier i had things to ground me you know my family starting a family grounded me helped me uh, work my way through it love it hey boys well um <laughs> yeah you've got your own podcast yeah, going we do. Hey, flying how good yeah yeah, no, so really when's well. the clinic? I should probably have... Sp- yeah, oh, you're not like, across it? No, no I should subscribe. Oh, I, normally, right. you come across my desk to ask if you can even do it. Yes. Oh, uh, no, I thought sorry. you guys did that. Royalties? Did that? Yeah. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Um, the long game, exciting. Very exciting. Something different. Yeah. yeah. What's it about? Well, at the moment, we've had... How many have we interviewed? Five or six? Yeah. Five or six yeah. different types of people that, yeah. you know, through... Whether it be sport, we've been lucky enough to have Lane Beachley. We've had Harry Garside, who's been on yours. I've tried to get Lane Beachley a lot. Yeah, I'm pretty well, flat. You know, <laughs> you've got oh, uh, shit. Yeah. Who else have we We've done each other. Yes. Which was, you know, just to yeah. get, just to practice. get it off. Benny yeah. McGlynn. Yeah, oh, Benny McGlynn, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so some different stories back. that you don't – I mean, we went straight to the top with Lane and Harry, but – Yeah. And now, you know, well, you may get a return invite back to – yeah, would you like to come on our podcast? Oh, I would love I to come on. I said you may. Yeah, mate. And you've just gone yeah. whack. Don't like ask. Got, it's got to be. People. And yeah. it's got to be like you got to go through managers. You go through and, you my know. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I um, if that was to happen, it's like when you're asking a girl in primary school. It's like yeah. if I asked you out, what would yeah. you say? Yeah. If you asked me on, yeah, I would, would say, say yes. If you did, yeah. But if I, we did. not. That's not a question. No, you haven't. But I'm like, if you did, I would. We just learned the ropes. Yeah. We just you know stumbling our way through. Yeah, and we got a release date. Uh, I'm sure we do. Yeah, yeah and it's it's Imminent. yeah. It's in, How did I you mean, go with your photo like, shoots and stuff like that for it? Like for oh, promotional. Some, you've probably got a bigger budget than I had when I first started, but I used to just you're jump on. We felt like Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah sure. we're, we're going well now. You know Ted Lasso at the start. We went to um, yeah, just just got a uh, graphic designer on the internet and mate went up for about fifty bucks, which yeah. was good. <laughs> oh, good. It's just a cartoon <laughs> yeah. sort of one. Hey, that doesn't. It's, 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 the, it's the content that matters. Exactly. Now, what what, tip, good, what tips you got for us? What what, say, what makes a good podcast? I'd say, it's mm, a good question. I'd say, what makes Thanks. a good podcast? Listening. Ah. See, listening is is good. I say, listen mm. with your eyes. Um. Everyone's laughing. So listen with your eyes. <laughs> This Something is a tip I got once when no. you – this is honestly a good po- – if you're interviewing someone, listen yeah. with your eyes. You do this. How do you do it? Yeah, it shows that you're not always looking at your run check. It shows that you're not always looking at your run check. But yeah. also I found this oh. when you're interviewing people, a really good thing to do is just not talk because you know when you're on a first date or something yeah. and you, the awkwardness of no one talking, it promotes you to keep talking mm. and you word vomit. Mm-hmm. So what you really want your guests to do is word vomit and just mm. keep talking because that's when you get the best parts. Uncomfortable silences. Exactly, uncomfortable yeah. silences. So yeah. you just, you've just got to sit there in an uncomfortable yeah. silence sometimes and just let them talk. Yeah, That's, that's where you get the best stories. sort of really early yeah. in psychology yeah. school. We absolutely get that advice, mate. There you go. Yeah, allow yeah. space. I think we're pretty much guaranteed that I am a psychologist, yeah, basically. And are. then keep yeah. asking questions because people love talking about themselves, don't they? People love... So yeah. all we have to do is just as soon as they answer it, you just go, what? Or why? Yeah, you know? yeah why? People... 
one tip that I learned early days in footy when you're talking to the you know corporates and stuff like this or the big events and you just keep you know you get sat at those tables where you've got no connection at all yeah but you know they're really rich well not that (laughs) (laughs) and you're like oh tell me about that awesome (laughs) business i'm so intrigued about that (laughs) that's really cool so uh yeah i don't know you know what it probably won't so i should say my son watches listens watches what do you do both Both? subscribes follows so he's 14 i don't know if that's your target demo that's pretty young yeah so he's into it he he must be smart when i when i told him i was coming on he was Best thing I've ever done. Wow, that's so awesome. Part. Like to hope you've got him some. Um, you know, I've got some merch coming. Yeah, yeah my man. Um, Good stuff. So the podcast is out soon. Lane Beachley, um, Harry Garside, one of my um, favourites, doing incredible things mm. um, in the community. So we'll make sure we will check that one out. We'll have a link to the show notes as well in the bio. We always say that. We'll make sure we pump up up your show. But it's I, it, um, as I said, if the invite was there, I would say yes. I think you've done yourself. No harm today. I appreciate it, boys. Um, any oh, one thing I did want to do, yeah, actually, because it's why well, it's a friend podcast. We want to show vulnerability. Want to be mates. One thing I love to do is, Ruff, I want you to tell Benny one thing you love about him. Yeah, and then Benny, I want you to tell one thing. I've heard the, I've done this on another podcast as well. No, you, well, they would have well, copied you ring it. You ring a mate. You ring a mate. Oh, okay, well, that's nice. Tell him you love him. Yeah. Well, go first. No, no you I'll, go first, you, or you want me to? You can. I love Jared's honesty. The other day I'd done a um, weight session and then I was standing a bit close to him. Clearly a bit of BO happening yeah, and he yeah. said, oh, you've been working real hard, haven't you? It was, like, it was just a nice way <laughs> yeah. to let me know yeah. that, I, that I, was, I stunk. Yeah. And I only <laughs> It's a nice way of saying it. Only true sort of friends sort of do that stuff yeah. for you. Thanks for the honesty. No, I love the fact that um, we're both Gippsland people that can relate and that you, the other week when I played Gormandale for this the Carlton draft, oh, yes. Ben was driving to Mafra and he purposely stopped to come see how I was going in the first quarter with Charlie, his son. He nearly ran out of petrol, had to turn around and go back to Terrelgan to get some petrol. But just as a mate, you don't have to do that. But to be able to stop, you know, an hour and a half into your three-hour trip means a lot. Support, good support. That's beautiful. That's what a long game is going to be a great, uh, a great show with great chemistry. You're doing great things, gents. I, I do say that. Um, Honestly, I really appreciate your time. Um, I'd love to – I want you for a third time and I want you Number for a second three. time with yeah. a little bit more time, <laughs> yeah. if that's yeah. cool. Yeah, love yeah. to. Maybe awesome. we, should, we should just do a co-op. Yeah, why don't we just make a, a co-op? Full co-op. We could do a co-op. Yeah. yeah. I'd love We're to getting plenty of nods in the background. Nods? So I'm, Deal's long game. Love that. Yeah. The allies. <laughs> boys. Um, <laughs> make sure you check out the um, Danny Frawley Centre as well online, um, St Kilda's website, everything there. And, um, yeah, big, big head up. Uh, head up? Big – Congrats to Saints for their um, awesome initiative because it's um, it is really incredible, um, and the Danny Foley family for for promoting and letting it, it all happen. They're they're incredible people doing great things as well as everyone. So honour, well love the Love deal. Thanks, Cheers. mate. Thanks, Cheers. boys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another Producey podcast. If you enjoyed the show, that'd be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, subscribe, tap the bell, leave a review, or even share with one of your friends, or you could do them all. If you want to get in touch to share feedback, suggest a guest, or advertise with one of our podcasts, then email hello at producer.com. Thanks for tuning in, IlyXX. KO's got you covered this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. Wow, in the AFL this week, there are some huge games. Collingwood versus Adelaide, live with no ad breaks during play, exclusive in Victoria. Giants versus Bulldogs. 
Oh, I remember that game. I think it was 2016 at Giant Stadium to get the Bulldogs into the grand final. I will never forget that one. Live with no ad breaks, free during play. Exclusive in Victoria. And Essendon versus North Melbourne. Geez, that's the old Ben McKay Cup. Exclusive to Fox Footy, available on KO. Don't forget those NBA playoffs. They are dominating at the moment. It is just getting bigger and better than ever. Watch every game of both Eastern and Western Conferences finals live with ESPN on KO. There's plenty of room for everyone, no matter what you want to watch. So get on board with KO, now also available on Hubble.